Uh, thank you, Andrew, sound engineer. Oh, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> welcome to the newest episode of our podcast, recording here on Durrig and Gundagara land. Um, tonight in the spa, nice spring night with all the stars showing for us. Um, my name's Tara. Tonight I'm going to bring a bit of sass to the podcast, I feel. Hello. We, we also have a special guest today. <laughs> and that person is about to speak. <laughs> I am here and my... Um, what am I going to bring to the podcast? Mm-hmm. Uh, the squirrel brain that everyone has to chase and bring back on topic. Well, that was Alice. Yeah. Th- thanks, Alice. <laughs> Always a pleasure. <laughs> Alice, Alice, who the fuck is Alice? Well, I'm Andrew, and uh, you probably all know me, but uh, yeah, I'm just along for the ride as usual. Uh, I might bring some wit, I might bring some quick one liners, but uh, that's me. Mm. I'm Megan, and you know, as the Halloween is approaching, I'm going to try not to be a downer. <laughs> this is my favorite time of year. <laughs> I'm Jazza Mataz, or J-Train, if you will. And uh, today we're talking about folklore and a few other crazy topics that I'm sure we'll get sidetracked on. But uh, this is What Would We Know? And here we go. <laughs> so- so obviously we're talking about one of the greatest albums of all time i was wondering <laughs> how quickly you'll get the sales for how long did that take me we've been talking about it for the last hour and i had not connected it until right now. you know as soon as i <laughs> when i suggested it i was like it's great because we can tie in like horror and halloween but also Taylor Swift. And I was like, well, what can it's bring my two, like, thing. everyone here I was together. not going to bring it up. I was like, I'm going to wait to see how long it takes everyone to go, oh, folklore. And it was, like, the first thing we said, so. Yep. And the billionaire status should be the scariest thing anyone ever Oh, gets. it's so scary. Agreed. Yeah. Um, but Share the riches. Yeah. Or she does. She is. She's yeah. uh, but not enough. If you become a billionaire, you're not doing enough. 100%. Whoa, that's. Yeah. That's pretty. The media cycle's slow. <laughs> so, you so she's like she's a one point no one billionaire. A billionaire? Yeah. Who knows? Um, probably Taylor does. Folklore is the album that introduced me to Taylor because it came out when COVID was happening, and I was losing my motherfucking mind, and because I was homeschooling three children and working, and it was shit. Um, and we Why? would play it. And <laughs> <laughs> and we would play it and I just I fell in love with all her words she's awesome mm. and she is very good at the folklore folklore is folklore well it's, like, sto- it's, it's her, storytelling it's is this some up and coming new artist it's her album where she tell she doesn't really sing about herself or less about herself and she sings more about just made up shit mm. which is cool yeah. about which Betty is what and folklore about, is exactly exactly and it's like also about like telling stories with a moral or a you know a connection, like a yeah, or trying to indoctrinate or trick people in little stories, <laughs> control them, especially a little like children's stories. Like, well, let's mm. go to the original folklore, the Bible. <laughs> oh, 
I was thinking Mary had a little lamb. Different vibes. <laughs> there were definitely gods before the Bible. Oh, yeah. yeah. You reckon? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, totally. Like, in terms of folklore before. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of definitely. history. I don't know of, like, timelines and stuff. That stuff hurts my brain. So, so I Christianity definitely is a bastardry of so much. Wow. And one of the ways, like, one of the stories about how Jesus got <laughs> his parent control <laughs> um, is that it used to be a time when people having a religion or one of our group of followers was a legitimate business model. That still is, really, I guess. Um, and so there'd be people standing on um, the street corners proselytizing. Yeah. And his, so the reason that people were drawn to his that they say his was different is that most of so all the stories pretty much had miracles all of them had people rising from the dead Mm -hmm. that wasn't the unusual thing the unusual thing was that he was a massive pacifist and he was very anti-violence fuck yeah yeah so I still think that's pretty cool yeah JC 100% (laughs) 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 and speaking of Taylor Swift (laughs) I think, do you think looking back, I don't really know much about her, but looking back, do you think she's going to have, she's going to be a folklore into herself? Her followers, her albums, her stories, she's re-releasing stuff. Mm-hmm. It's becoming embedded. Yeah, well, I'm I feeling so. like it's becoming a religion. I'm Because I'm seeing it indoctrinated into my own family. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm of not, them. It's definitely a cultural uh, phenomenon. I was going to say cult, and you said cultural. I was like, we're on the same page. No, it's not a cult. Yeah, no, nah, not a cult. It's not a cult. The, the thing is... Was is Kylie that, Minogue a cult? Was Madonna a no. cult? No. Like, the thing is, I don't is know she that just Kylie speaks Minogue to a whole bunch of people. Kylie Minogue are on the same level. Who do you think What did you say? Kylie Taylor Minogue. Swift is... Oh, there you go. Swift. See? Do yeah, Kylie Minogue and Taylor Swift are definitely not on the same level. I don't know. I've never if heard you're of gonna Kylie do like emotion. until I came here. Like... Until I came to Australia, I did not know that Kylie Minogue was a human but being. But also, Kylie Minogue is Australian and Taylor Swift is American. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like, so maybe Kylie Minogue has a huge... I don't know. Like, following here, but she's like, outside of, outside of <laughs> Australia, she's not as big of a deal. Like, I never heard of her. Like, Taylor Swift is, in yeah. every country she's going to, all of her shows are sold out. Yeah, she's, Kylie she Minogue was in a lot of... She countries. made more than the new, I think it was Martin Scorsese movie, came out on the same weekend that the Eras Tour came out. And she made more from that. And it's literally just her concert, mm-hmm. which is like... Which she's making money recorded, from anyway. Which she's making money from anyway. How many countries did she go to? She hasn't finished yet. She's How still touring. She to? A lot? I don't know. That's a lot. 50. 70? Three. No, there's like... Set two. <laughs> <laughs> there was like... I thought you had the answer. No, not even close. I literally only know one I of think the there songs. was like 70 in America. Like there was heaps in oh, just concerts. America. Yeah. 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 And, and, but she hasn't moved on yet from America. I think she must be having a break and then whenever... But I think she's Did done... Did footy? Hmm. She possibly has done Mexico and stuff, but that's not that far away from America, right? That's just a hop, skip, hop, skip and a jump mm. over a fence. Imagine all the drugs Taylor Swift could take into other countries. Mm. Not that she would, obviously. She I, I thought we we're just all thinking about that. Instead like, of how like, much yeah. could she take? You know, if you go to like a sport game or something and they shoot like t-shirts out of a cannon and mm. then she's got like cannons and just shoots like MDMA into the ground. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'd Have a great night. That's a great way to spend your over a billion dollars. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> 
Maybe that's why I mean, like, I guess a lot of her fans are, like, teenage girls, so maybe not get them on drugs. Nah, it's probably not a good... But also, honestly, I don't think that most of her fans are teenage girls anymore. Like, I feel like it... I don't know about you, but I am not a teenage girl. I'm not a teenage girl. <laughs> Jarrah's not a teenage girl. I have a teenage girl who doesn't really know any... She knows the one song I know. Yeah, like, it's yeah. just, like, I, I don't think it's a teenage thing anymore. I am definitely not a teenage girl. No. Yeah. Okay, so none of us are teenage girls. Cool. But we still like her. Yeah. Established. Yeah. Don't know. I don't think... <laughs> Alice is like, man, not sold. I, yeah. No, I just don't know enough about her to know yeah. her life. Well, it's all right. There's some Taylor on our shared playlist, so... You get it. Get it going, yeah. But what about other folklores like the Mothman? Mm-hmm. Moth Who the fuck is the Mothman? Do you not Moth know man? the Mothman? No. I feel like is he like the, the elephant man or? No. But he t- he's like got big ears or something. No, he's like a human-sized cryptid with glowing red eyes. Who? Some... What is a cryptid? A cryptid is like. Bigfoot, um, the Jersey Devil, the the Chupacabra. Yeah. Yeah. Chupacabra. Was that from that movie we watched? That Mexican movie that we watched and they had that animal? Oh, the Chupacabra, yeah. 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 I think so. so It's the Chewbacca from that (laughs) really famous. (laughs) Yep. Is that based on the the Chupacabra? No, I don't think so. No, they're not anything alike. Chupacabra is like a flying claw Mexican folklore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's a it's like a, a dog wolf, yeah, panther slash flying sort of thing. Hairy. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's like similar <laughs> to like a vampire. Oh yeah. Um, and it's like preys on like cows and stuff, and like it's described as like basically a head with like its entrails just hanging out, and it like sometimes like gets caught in like animal fences because it's just a bunch of intestines. And so, like, when, when they would find, like, a fence with, like, intestines and stuff, they'd be like, oh, Chupacabra. Chupacabra! <laughs> Obviously. But then it also kind of has that, like, some of it's, like, the werewolfy sort Doggy of, like, thing, yeah. dog yeah. style as well. But the Mothman is a fairly recent one that came, like... Can a... it be called folklore if it's recent? Yeah, it's, like, a... It's not that recent. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, it's, like... And, and, like, it may have predated, so, like, the... The thing that sort of brought it back into the present time, being the present time in the 60s, um, is like that there were a bunch of people at a place called Point Pleasant, West Virginia, who saw this thing, which is like human size with wings, no arms, and giant red glowing eyes. And um, there was like a ton of these sightings, like over a thousand in within the span of like a month before this massive bridge collapsed and a bunch of people died. And then as soon as that bridge collapsed, no one saw it again. Whoa. And so the speculation is, one, did it cause the bridge collapse? Two, was it warning people, this bridge is dodgy, we gotta do something about this? Like, because these things are related with like, aliens, ghosts, angels, all The men in black? All of these Mm. things are sort of like, in with the cryptid, like cryptozoology is like, a thing you can, study basically or you, you be, can, can become a cryptozoologist and you, you can lose things. friends quickly if you really get into it yeah hasn't america just come out and confirmed it. aliens though oh, oh yeah. 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 yeah 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 so all of these different things are all justifications They're human not... beings make for the things they see and so this this particular thing the mothman 
It's been yeah. seen a lot though. And there's, the, there's but don't you think? Sams. Don't you think it like isn't that just to like wanting an explanation for something like something bad that happens? You just want an explanation for it. So Not this always bad. Thing just happens. like you can't explain. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a lot of failures in the U.S., uh, especially infrastructure-wise, and there's not always a Mothman around it. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was this in the U.S.? Yeah. Yeah. And do you know where? Which yeah, bridge? Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Oh, that's right. You said that. Yeah. yeah. I think West Virginia. So, definitely Point Pleasant. So when... Um, which I didn't know at the time when the person who abused me when I was a child was dying and I didn't, I didn't know that he was dying that day. I, I had this um, feeling that someone was watching me and there was like, and I'd turn around and there'd be like a black shadow that would run away. Oh, I remember you telling me this. Yeah. And it was, and it happened three times and it was like intense and it was weird. And then I found out he died later on that day or something. And I was like, I kind of was like, was it him? That's weird. But then I decided it was like some guardian angel or something being like, he's about to die for all the shit he did. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, instead. So I think that's a similar kind of thing. I don't know. I'm the only person that saw it. Mm. My sister never said anything. Mm. Maybe Max saw it, but he was a baby. Were you awake? Yeah. Mm. So yeah, that that is also you creating a story for a thing you can't explain. Mm. So, Which is like what they talk know. about yeah, like yeah, a lot yeah. of them. Um, it could yeah. well have been any number of things. Yeah. Like these. That's what folk will become. Yeah. Mm. These dudes that I listen to who talk a lot about different cryptids and stuff. Last podcast on the left. Um, Shout out. <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, one of the dudes talks about like how the, um, the brain is sort of like a computer. So like he calls like a lot of the cryptids ghost aliens and all the sort of like ape mini sort of things that they yeah that they're like all the same and it's like your brain's like uh, has different operating systems basically so it's like what you need to believe in order to perceive like basically a fifth dimensional protrusion it like Mm. yeah that's really we don't have we don't have the capacity to perceive everything around us yeah and we so I did a unit that was basically all on perception and values. Mm. Maybe not so much values. At uni, and they values were... Values are trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say about them? I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was basically that they're hard to define. Like, yeah. What, it, yeah. what is a value? Why does it have... Why do, why do we, like, have a prescribed amount? But we don't need to go down that again. <laughs> Yeah. Happy families. We don't want to offend anyone. Like a, uh, See episode four, season one. Receiving <laughs> a, uh, a cryptid yeah. or a mechanical elf, if you will. Mm. You see these things, you can't explain them. Your brain says, that's got to be that. The closest thing yeah. that I can think of mm. that could exist has got to be a giant ape man mm. or a weird flying moth man mm. or a fucking flying saucer or a flying saucer yeah. or an alien whatever it may be we go from from all the information i've got throughout my life this must be what that was yeah so and it's a heuristic and a bias in some ways because oh, that's how we operate because we're not perceiving everything so these are like a magical a magical heuristical bias because biases, I guess, are shortcuts that help us fill in the blanks. Because yeah. they're just so our we... imagination as well. Mm. well yeah. And yes, just going, and well, this is what I think I saw. I'm going to just perceive mm. what I think it is. And that's why, like, a lot of, like, across many different cultures, 
you see the similar mythology mm. because it's like yeah how do we fill in the gaps so lots of places have like a fairy you know like a, a mm. an animal that like lives sort of in the woods and is like yeah or rivers or mermaids yeah, or oceans yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like a silky mm. yeah mm. yeah they're more by the oceans but yeah mm. silkies and mermaids very similar sort of lore around them and the Dreamtime story? Yeah. Unsuspected yeah. fishermen to their death. Yeah, so bring up like Dreamtime stories. You know, it's, I, this is just me personally, I love the concept, but I find it hard to believe some of the, the things that happen. And, you know, this is the folklore that I, I see about it. But, the people that were existing at the time is like, were they just going, this is what it is, this is what we perceive this thing to be? I don't know. Isn't it like everything, though? It's like, it's like you know, gay people didn't exist, you know, back in the day. Like, which they did, obviously, mm. but they, people didn't see it until they were allowed to exist kind of thing. Like, isn't oh, There's it a just few like stories everything? of, like, the two-souled... Warriors and like to- totally like I think they're but it but it like it's just like a development of life history. Sorry, my tooth just started hurting again, oh, or where it was. So my brain is a bit mm. lack thereof. It's an imagining yeah. that something's there and it's trying to fill in the blanks. Yeah, the phantom tooth syndrome. Yeah, so it's it, it's just uh, not ignorance. I guess ignorance. No, it's gone. Cool. I'm not bringing any sass. Uh, that was sassy. <laughs> right then, we yeah. said you wrapped it up. That was good. But yeah, like I think a lot of stories, they're like, like they're allegorical. You know, they're not like meant to be taken literally. It's about like, kind of, with a grain of salt. Kind of like the meaning behind it. Yeah, and and just like, um, you know, like the places that they have are sacred, and that's like a way of like, you know, like explaining the landscape and, and telling a story like it's it's hard yeah. to like sort of say oh just remember these five different places because they're important it's like well once you if you kind of have this idea of like yeah they were created by something oh let's make that something fit into the landscape like they're they're like it's how they keep the story going yeah. like of how to keep things safe or whatever they they come up with a story so things are relevant and you can keep them in your mind yeah, so yeah. instead of going, oh, this is just a bad place, like you come mm. up with a, yeah, like some sort of a scenario that people go, it's kind of like a rhyme, mm. and you go, oh, that sticks in my head, but like stories, they get passed on, yeah, and they they get, you know, it's like don't go here because mm. there's dangers or, I think yeah. there's a lot of cultural teaching too. Yeah, and a lot of it, we started as, like, oral, most places started as, like, an oral um, society. So, if you say something really boring, it's really hard to remember and mm. retell. Mm. And so, you have to, like, have, like, an interesting story in order for it to be passed down. Mm. Like we, yeah, like most. Yeah, or remember, yeah. Yeah. And, and at, this, right. at the same time, I was going to say, like, 60,000 years plus, the oldest living culture... We don't know. I don't think we can grasp how far back that is, so there's no way for us to know where a lot of the stories came from. Mm. Yeah. No. 
That's well, right. Not but I think, like, a bigger, uh, I think a big thing is, like, we try to, like, add a lot of division in our world, but, like, 60,000 years ago, humans were humans. Like, we operated the same. We loved, like, our families and wanted the best and to survive. Like, so you can kind of see. Yeah, and that's where stories come from and, and yeah. folklore, like, like Andy was saying, to keep you safe. So some stories I've heard from indigenous guys I know was simply about uh, a mob, huh? Paper. A mob eating a koala. And so the story sort of went on that the koala stole something from their camp. So they went and flogged the shit out of it and broke all its legs, right? Got to break all its joints. And then they cooked it and ate it. The reason for the story is that a koala is so muscular if you don't cook inside the joints properly you'll get sick so you have to break all of the joints Whoa. to cook it properly otherwise you get sick yeah right it's just like a an interesting lesson there in a yeah. story yeah 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 that's like the old testament like you know you shouldn't eat shellfish or pork because yeah. those things have higher um, parasites yeah, I rates of poisoning. Mm. Yeah. We talked about that in our last podcast. Refer to episode four, season huh. one. Nailed it. Sass all the way. And then the way you, like, <laughs> explain the world. Like, a lot of the Dreamtime stories that I've heard explain the world, basically. How mm. how the stars got there. The seven silly sisters were mm-hmm. a thing, you know, and then they were here, and then the magic man or whatever turned them into stars. Or the three sisters here in the Blue Mountains. There were three of them, they were, you know, doing their thing. And they were stories to pass along. Yeah. And so they remembered. Oh, that that is a is a point along our route. These are the three sisters. This is that story. It becomes the song lines of your route where you're walking. Yeah, the yeah. Pacific and the Indian Ocean. It's so funny, like, because now, like, in the day that we live, I am so, um, oh, what's the word? Like, uh, I need specifics. Okay. And it's like, well... I know that those three sisters are there because of, you know, volcanic activity and all that sort of stuff, and they just are there because I haven't had those stories passed on to me, mm. and I weren't, I wasn't uh, travelling through, so I didn't need to know the specifics about it. It's now just a, it's just the thing that's there. Mm. It's beautiful, obviously beautiful, but it's for a civilization that didn't have the technology that we do they needed those things to remember and navigate and navigate yeah but it's oh. still like we're still just making stuff up really like we go oh this is what's happened but in another hundred years like we might be like oh it's getting cooked under the in the magma under the earth and like in another hundred years and we can look more deeply into the earth we might be like oh no it's not it's actually like three frozen people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or... They were right! <laughs> yeah. Or, like, the, it's like a, you know, a chemical compound that, like, perce- it's perceived to be warm, but it's actually not... Like, when we've stuck our things in, yeah, it seems warm, but actually what it's doing is, is different than just purely heating it. Like, we don't know, and it's the same with, like, you know, like, astrophysics and stuff. It's all trying to answer the story, where do we come from? What's the purpose? Mm. It's just, like, trying to, like, get layers and layers under an onion. All things a simulation. Yeah. And it's like, so it's just like, we've always had the same drive for reason and for like, uh, yeah. like rationale. 
I don't get the whole simulation thing, like theory of like people go, oh, we're just in a simulation. Well, if you're in a simulation, what is on the backside? You know, so this is why all the folklore yeah. in the world exists because of that. Why? Yeah. yeah. Mind blown. Simulation theory needs to be like a whole, a whole nother chat. Yeah. It's very different. But yeah, like this, the same with what do we do when we die? Like, is it heaven? Is it hell? Is it nothing? Is it you move on to another space? Whatever it may be, that's the same with simulation. This could still just be a simulation. What do we do when we wake up? So you, yeah. do you guys think that we're, that this is, uh, what you, okay, so is what you're saying a search for certainty, a search for answers, is that what you're, like that people are, are doing this because they want something to mean something uh, and have a reason? I don't think so, because I don't think you could ever be certain. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I'm just asking, when you're saying the things about filling in the blanks and um, looking for answers about the simulation and that sort of thing. Do you think it's because a lot of people... Well, that's what people want. Yeah, they yeah, need yeah. an answer. Yeah. They yeah. need that certainty. Yeah. And there's not many people that I've met that are really comfortable being like, oh, I can know, it's pretty amazing. Mm. Let's just yeah. wait and see. 100%. Well, and, I, th- I think it's because... That's bec- why all the stories exist. Well, I think it's because, because like, we have a different brain chemical to, like, other animals and I'm not in another animal's body, so I don't... I can't answer for them, but, you know, we create things and we we do all sorts of stuff and we're always searching for like more whereas animals and just creatures are just happy to exist where that we know yeah that that we know know of yeah Yeah, exactly they're like just under a complete like they're just like imagine max's snails are just like existentially in existential crisis constantly. Yeah, he's like, why the fuck always... are we in this fucking yeah. room? And the orphans On top of this Lego thing, I yeah. just need to fall off this bookshelf. And because I know what Lego yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Lego. What's the point of life? Like, But I think, like, things All like the orcas, orcs. the orcas and the yachts, and fuck yeah. when you have animals around you and you get to know them, they there's definitely personalities there. So oh, yeah. There's language barriers. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And maybe it's not... Maybe but, it's our lack of understanding and awareness. So oh, yeah. whale songs, for example, like the or speech and sounds and the way they speak to each other and sharks and dolphins and like they have different ways of seeing. So some of them have a spongy thing under their neck that can pick up vibrations that creates a 3D X-ray image of whatever is around them. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I can't see what you. Do, have you what tried do you mean? Hard enough? <laughs> yeah, come on. You you've just got to apply yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Sensory deprivation. Some stuff will happen, I'm sure. Oh, something will. Yeah. Whether it's actual or real. I think it will. Or a folklore. I think it will go to an asylum. <laughs> <laughs> it Walking is around the street acting like a dolphin. It's like, oh, I'm just trying to see in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are people who are blind who can have a sense of things based on vibrations or um, mm. sounds, they develop a different way of navigating. Mm. And the other related. senses of, like, uh, yeah. amplified. Um, because yeah, because another one beca- has gone or they've yeah. never had it, so these other ones have... Changed. Changed, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So shout out to a few books that I've read about that. I think one is called Breath, but it mentions it, and there's a lot of others that are from that. 
So I'll tell you the story of old Tom. Ooh, here we go. So down the south coast here of Australia, there's a small of town. Of the eastern Australia. <laughs> the EAC, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude. <laughs> Noggin. So off the, off the coast of uh, the East Australian continent. Current. Well, the current's off the coast. Yeah. <laughs> continent. Uh, there was a small like whaling village, right? And they'd go out and they'd catch sperm whales and things like that in these small long boats. So they'd go out with their harpoons and stuff like this was in the old days. Smash them and then they'd drag them in and get what they can. So, you know, however many people lived in this town and whatever able-bodied human being would be there to help. And then they'd anchor the carcass of the whale just out in the bay. Here and there, a couple of orcas would come in. And these orcas would feed on the, the town. They're like, sweet, it's getting rid of this rotting whale carcass. We don't give a shit. That's awesome, you know? And time and time again, the orcas would come back after each kill. And they're like, okay, this is pretty cool, right? So comes one night, the whalers and fisher people of the village are asleep. And in comes this orca into the small bay right by the village. And it is jumping and flipping upside down and making as much racket as it possibly can. So they all, they wake up in the village and they look out and there's a pot of whales going by. He's letting them know this orca is communicating with the human beings that there is a, a pot of whales coming by. Go and hunt them. Go do your thing so yeah. we get food, right? So then they paddle out there and do what they do, get a whale, bring it in, get what they can, then leave the rest for the orca. This happens a few times to the point where the orca is not only waking them up and making a racket when there's whales nearby, but when the men all jump into the longboat, it's grabbing the rope in the front. They throw the rope out, the thing grabs it and swims them out as fast as possible to get to the other whales Oof. to kill them. And they've created this full relationship with this whale, and that's like... Orca. Yeah, yeah, they created a relationship with an orca that is then feeding off this whale. So that's like a story that I remember, and it's not necessarily folklore, because it's, it's a true story. It's the start of folklore. So in a few more hundred years, if we even survive that long, that could become a folklore story of human beings working together with an orca. Wow. Do you think that the human beings made that relationship or do you think it was a joint thing? I think or it must have been did. joint. Yeah. Because... At the start it was the orca. An accident, would... yeah. Well, I don't think it was an accident. So they went... So they were leaving the carcasses there. Oh, but they didn't purpose. do it on purpose. Like, they yeah. didn't do well, it in order to... I think they, they, they sounds, yeah. From that, that story... Like animals something would, would get rid of it. Get, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Other animals are going to get it. From that story, it sounds like the orca was orchestrating it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah, the fact that it is there splashing and waking up the whalers to go... They're initiating contact. That's a pretty serious step for something like that to take, you yeah. know? And they've been shown to, like... Help each other and cooperate and cooperate with whalers, like you mm. said. Yeah. yeah. So what's with the yacht thing? Like, why was that a thing? Yeah. 
they're, I haven't researched heaps anymore. They've taken them out. They no, I knew like, that. But like, they what? said they started with like one pod and like because it like orchids like teach each other things. Um, the thing they weren't sure of was like the they kind of like linked, figured out who the original orca to attack. It's a grandma. Shit. And um, they weren't sure. They think that she was maybe accidentally hit by a boat and so then it's like a trauma response wow. so then she's teaching to all of her her pod wow. um from that so it's either like she was hit by the boat or like they tried to hunt her or provoke her in a way but basically it's a trauma instinct that she's developed to attack these boats and she's taught it to all and that's her. folklore because it's a gift Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so filling in the blanks for sure. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Because if they can, if they can orchestrate, I'll do that pun again. Okay, yeah. Oh, I didn't if get they it can orchestrate, yeah, if they can orchestrate a relationship with um, a town of humans to find a new way to get sustenance, mm. then how are we going to know yeah. what their motivations are? Yeah, yeah. That's right. Anyway, that's interesting to think about, though. Like when we were talking about animals before and how we're like, they don't have the same search for life or whatever that we do. Like really the only thing that orcas were doing was just trying to get more food. That's so also that's what right. I'm always just survival. trying to do. Like, yeah, it's just survival. They're not what are thinking. we going to do without food? Well, we though. don't know what the heck that yeah. is. is that's what you're yeah, 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 totally. But it's and just also, interesting to And also, if we don't have food, what else can we do? Mm. Yeah. I hate to bring old Maz into this shit oh, show. Oh, fuck but... off, Maslow. <laughs> basic needs. Yeah. I feel like the hierarchy of needs is similar to the values that human beings hold dear. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. <laughs> See episode yeah. four. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Podcast that nearly broke us. Fucking Maslow. Yeah. And that... uh, Maslow is Tara and my values. Um. Yeah. So if I bring it up, we can fight. Yeah. The... But we have the same opinion. Sorry about it. I think you entered in on your own accord, however. (laughs) You got a story? Anyone else have like a story? What's the what's the story of um, uh, what's the name? Uh, Boba or Boba with the chicken house? Baba Yaga? Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. Yeah. Sitting by the Privacek. Yeah. I don't really know, but I just remember the first bit about porridge for children. Yeah. And then there's all like. I feel like it's Baba Yaga and like the Studio Ghibli. Yeah, maybe I got that wrong. No, 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 it is Baba Yaga. Yeah. Um, What the fuck? That's a possum. Yeah. Or a horse. Might have been a carowing. Yes. What's a a carowing? You don't know. But there's also, like, all the, as we were saying before, like, the fairy tales and stuff like that, too. Uh, what are the uh, the two kids that go into the forest and That's they Hansel find... Gretel. Hansel and Gretel. You know, what were they, What was the meaning behind that? Holy crap, that's a... It's a very motivated oh, it's got a little ring. The ring tower. Yeah. Um, the of moral little... of that is not to go into strange old women's ha- like houses. Houses. And also, candy. your parent, if your parents aren't leaving you in the woods and abandoning you, you should be grateful. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. figure. Yes. Sorry. Disagree. And if you're going to get lost in the woods, don't use breadcrumbs to mark yes. your trail. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because I'll get you. Bring you tomato bruschetta tuna. <laughs> At least the cans would show you the way. They're oh. not going anywhere. For thousands of years. <laughs> um, I did think of a way to bring, like, colonialism and folklore together. Oh, here we go, Megs. Come on. Wanted to know? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, like, one of the reasons why, like, uh, European uh, settlers were able to, like, come to, like, the northern... Americas so easily was like in like cause when you're talking about orcas this reminds me of it uh, part of their sort of cultural mythology is like when people they like are are dead they like smoke them like salmon so like you know salmon when you smoke it it goes white instead of sort of pink and so when they saw white people coming from the um, coast which is where they like the indigenous people thought that that all the spirits went. So when they saw these white people come back, they were like, oh, it's our ancestors come back to life. Oh, And wow. so that, that would, like gave them a sort of like, re- like a respect for people on their first encounter. Mm, Until from- they started shooting them. Mm. Yeah. But why? <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't like really like really start killing and shooting indigenous people until after they gave us help and we understood the landscape and then wanted to conquer it. Like at first, you're more than happy to be helped. They're like, "Thank you." Yeah, a tale as old as time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> isn't? Oh yeah, Beauty and the Beast. Here we go. Crack on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've read very similar about um, some of the interact first interactions when colonizers came here yeah yeah Yeah, and the same in like mexico there's like yeah yeah return from the dead yeah so there's a huge history same goes who knows if i freaking am not like sometimes i feel pretty zombie like yeah 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 i've been on a santa clarita diet for like three weeks and it's amazing (laughs) (laughs) i feel so good (laughs) (laughs) my turn (laughs) i would also like to be on the santa clarita diet if possible I'll be like, so my grandma was born in Transylvania. Uh, what? what? And you haven't even said vampires yet? Gosh. Oh, I was trying. Your heritage but... is just, you're letting it, uh, it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about it. And I guess that's another thing, hey? Like, so she's not technically white. She was indigenous, mm-hmm. um, an indigenous traveler to the Roma area, I guess, the Roma people. Mm. Um, but I don't know anything about it because she was pushed out of her lands and had mm. to escape. Well, that's a bummer, but just a, just a real quick history on some vampire stuff. One of the origins for that is actually the exportation of corn from the U.S. and South America because you actually have to treat corn like the origin, the original corn. Like you need to like, that's why they made like hominy out of it. So it's like where you soak it with lime to get rid of it, to change it. Is that why hominy is called hominy? Maybe. Maybe. But anyway, like there's like some enzyme in corn, like before we've sort of hybridized it, that would cause like a um, what's the like a sensitivity to light. Sensitivity to the sun, anemia, makes you sick. Yeah, and yeah, so like you can go in the sun. Yeah, (laughs) my teeth are really sharp. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so they exported it from the USA. Yeah, and they didn't know how to treat it in Europe. So then a bunch of people got this sort of like sickness where they like were like hemophiliacs and sensitive to light, and then that's how. What's a hemophiliac? 
It's like where you like your blood's really yeah, yeah your blood's really thin. And so yeah. you bleed a ton. No iron. Oh no, he has too much iron. Hemochromatosis. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the opposite, I guess. Yeah. But I thought hemophilia was like a genetic disease passed down from inbreeding. <laughs> and don't you think that's how, like, speaking of all these kinds of stories, like folklore, is that's how horror movies originate also, is generally from that vibe. 100%. Mm. Yeah. Everything. Oh, because they got fear yeah. about it. Yeah. Mm. What's Beauty and the Beast but an apology for domestic violence? Yeah, and it's like a story, partly... Yep. About, like, the, the grizzled old, old beast. Yep. And, like... Being saved. Basically being saved, I think, would, was possibly the idea. I don't, I don't really know the idea. I didn't write it. <laughs> you uh, didn't? That's a shame. <laughs> but... Uh, would have been in big yeah, bucks. You know, we would have been a real good insight. I have got something in there, but then you, you see them again through different lenses throughout time. So now you see it and you go, mm, okay. Well, the vampires have if... that whole thing about this... Was hey, are they called submissives? The people who want to be turned so badly that they'll be a slave for however many mm-hmm. years. So that's wait a second, book tally. Which this made me think of it is because I'm reading a book about vampires at the moment. Twilight. Book tally is a hundred books so Whey. far this year. Nice. Nice. Amazing. You can quit now. I'm done. Yeah. Never reading again. Yeah. Okay. Until next year when you have to read two hundred. Yeah. And um. What were you saying? Oh, like, even, like, Beauty and the Beast, like, lots of those stories that we have now from, like, Disney, like, they're pretty grisly mm. in their origins. 100%. Like... Pokemon just is fucked. <laughs> yeah, wasn't she actually, like, 13 in real life? Yeah. And he was, like, 47? Or some crazy shit? Something like that. In real life. Mm. Mm. Well, not Disney life. How on earth can you get that information? But yeah, that's like Google. a historic story. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that checks out. Legit. Legit. <laughs> yeah. The internet doesn't lie. Yeah. It's pretty messed up. <laughs> yeah. The majority of Disney's uh, movies, books, franchise, pretty... Uh, yeah, well, it's the same as, it's the same as um, Sleeping Beauty. She gets woken up by someone that's kissing her without her consent... And then he's like, oh, I have to fall in love with him. But have you read the original Grimm's Brothers fairy tales? No. They are so fucked up. Like, the, even like, you know, the Little Mermaid's the most yeah. standard one. Yeah. Yeah. And Was that a Grimm's brother? Yeah. Or Hans oh. Christian Andersen, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Right. But the, yeah. Same, like, same. Yeah. yeah. But Some like, a lot of those are just like really fucked up. And like they in Disney, they've like made them sound. So Did much you better. see that they totally wrecked the Little Mermaid recently? No, they made the Little Mermaid black. Like, what uh, is that going to uh, teach? Oh gosh, our little children. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Imagine. That's, Imagine that black woman can still swim so hard. Yeah, <laughs> for a prince. Yeah. <laughs> Into give up their one true sarcasm. Gift. Fifteen oh, yeah. seconds ago. Yeah. Yeah. That was my sass. Sass. Yeah. All this happened. That's all. One contribution I've made. (laughs) I wish that they had gone back to the original, where like the all of her sisters sell their hair for a knife so that she can kill the prince, and instead she kills herself and becomes seafoam. Tragic. (laughs) Well, I don't know if that sells. 
<laughs> Sells to me. I was into it just then. I was hanging on every word. <laughs> no, you got to sing some really pretty song. Mm. Brush your hair. And get that man. And get the man. She can't sing a song. She gave up her voice for the legs. Yeah. True. That's all I got the voice. No, didn't she sing Under the Water though? I mean, if it was... uh, Oh, no, that was Sebastian. Oh, yeah, Under the... (laughs) (laughs) Because it's not fucked up at all to code that character either. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. As a slave. Um, Yeah, I looked it up. The actor for that one in The New Littlest Mermaid was the dude from um, The Train Show. Is it? What yeah. train show? Oh, train. Uh, Snowpiercer. 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 Uh, yeah, what? the like main dude. With the dreads? Yeah. yeah. Wow. He was under the sea. Do they sing one. it like in that the in the new one? Mermaid. Yeah. He, he has a Jamaican accent. Yeah. Well, at least he's he Jamaican. A truck full of money to my house. I guess it's a bit more explicit in the live action ones because Aladdin, Will Smith played the genie and it was more culturally accurate because mm. he was he legitimately enslaved. Yeah, yeah. Like, the genie was legitimately enslaved. As were many, many black people. Mm. And genies. I know. Or genies. And Will Smith's mm. part of Scientology, so it kind of still slays. Really? Really? Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. I've lost all faith in him now. Well, doesn't he have too much money? Yeah. Well, that's basically, yeah. You know, once you... Well, you can only join Scientology if you've got a lot of money, right? Oh, my God. That's when they come for you. Yeah. They go, money, money, money. (laughs) Your brain's already changed because you don't have money and you don't understand. Scientologist. No. Is that what you're trying to say? I was just going to say they were like a cultural phenomena. Oh, okay. And like people are obsessed with them. But what were you saying, Max? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? We, we are recording this. So yeah. Do you know uh, a folklore story at all? Mm. No. My brain is not working that well right now. Um, but I wanted to talk about horror movies as well because we watched like a horror movie with the kids last night and it was called The Haunted Mansion and it was pretty. It was PG. It was PG. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it wasn't like our horror movies. I thought yeah. you were talking about the one we watched. I thought maybe you just called Jer and I the kids as well. <laughs> <laughs> Those people that come over, eat all our food, don't do any yeah. washing up, don't contribute <laughs> anything. So you're not the kids. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, they get pocket money and they're doing chores now. So. Yeah. They've leveled up. All right. Yeah. So if you guys do pocket, uh, if you guys do chores, you can get pocket money. Ooh. I put the striker plate on the door the other night. Oh. Other day. It was a month ago. <laughs> no, it was the other day. He, he put the striker plate on the door. The other I don't day. know what a fucking striker plate is. I mean, you can strike a lie. Oh, that was ages ago. <laughs> no, I fixed it. Oh, okay. Ages ago, it was still shit. Ages ago, you did it, and it you was did half still. a job, but no. now you fixed it. Ages okay. ago, you did half All right, a job. We're getting off track. Anyway, so in this movie, it was like about a, a a woman and her son moved into this house, and they didn't know it was haunted, and then they tried Classic. to leave. Um. They didn't know it was haunted, but there was cobwebs everywhere and fucking creepy paintings everywhere. But anyway, they tried to leave and then a ghost, like, travelled them, like, followed them and... Wouldn't let them leave. Wouldn't let them leave. Like, kept haunting them in that. Shutting the door and that. Yeah, yeah. No, they left town and everything. Yeah. And it brought them back. Yeah. How? Well, they... I don't know. I fell asleep. projection. I did fall asleep, too. (laughs) No, how did he leave the house? How did he get... 
they, the ghosts, I don't well, know they the were gender, just like, well, get well, it back. Well, because the, the ghost family. kept saying, go back, or something like that. It was like, return. Oh, return. He said return. return. I have way too much PDA for that. I'd be like, don't fucking tell me what to do. Yeah. You're dead. Yeah, but so the main character, he, like, who was like a ghost photographer, but was pretending that he saw the ghost, but was like, just make this $2,000 and not. Anyway, he got haunted. This is going to sound so bad because I'm explaining the story very badly. It's also a PG horror movie. Yeah. And he, so I he, don't think you should blame the plot on yourself. And he got haunted by like this sailor dude. So he would see like um, big wet patches, like would be walking through his house. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, um, and then he had like a big nightmare about like that. It, and he got thrown out of the house in this big wave kind of thing. And then he turns around and his house is still standing, but that's, he'd been thrown out onto the road in this wave. I don't know where I was going with this. It was a horror movie. But it was a horror movie. And I think that the characters in this movie, it was like all about fucking unfinished business and like someone was trying to, I don't know, get a thousand souls to fucking do something. And um, I think that every horror movie has to have the same kind of plot or same kind of story. Like when you think about the people that have died, there's the woman who, you know, the bride who was jilted and killed five of her husbands. There's the like archetypes. Yeah, archetypes. Yeah, there was like the fisherman who like got lost at sea, and then all he can think about is the sea now, like that kind of shit. I think that that's pretty uh, common. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's like having a, a like house that you fill well. it with a thousand yeah. corpses. Yeah. Yeah. yeah house or if you own a hill, why not put eyes on it? <laughs> <laughs> Is, oh, that was that fucked up. That is the scariest movie. Yeah. It's pretty fucking scary. It's the worst. House of, house, uh... house of a Thousand Eyes That Have Hills. <laughs> I know, I, just, I was just trying to like, put them together. House of a Thousand Eyes. <laughs> so that was me trying to transition to us talking about haunted movies. Mm. It was a fail, but... Um, good segue. It was a good segue, and I had a good one moments before. Uh, yeah, like the first horror movie that ever scared me, maybe was The Exorcist, and so I still sort of think it's the best because I don't think I've ever been scared since, like, the same way since seeing that one. Yeah. And it's weird how that's, like, it also spins, like, it has folklore around it, you know, like, that, like, when, after they shot the bed scene, that, like, she, like, they stopped the, um, whatever the special effect thing was, but she kept, like, bouncing and Mm -hmm. stuff, and, like, a couple people died from the, like, who were associated with the shooting. Same with like poltergeist. For yeah. realsies? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, if I'd have known that, that would have scared me even yeah. fucking more. Yeah, so there's all kinds which, of. Which like... poltergeist? That, was, that I, must be the first one I remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I, I actually shit my pants when I was watching that movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you pretty sure? Are you sure? Well, maybe I left it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just ignored it. <laughs> that poo didn't happen. <laughs> It was just a fart. <laughs> He's in denial. Um. And who was the guy in The Crow? Brandon oh, Brandon Lee. Lee. Yeah, and he was shot on filming. Yeah. Oh, and, that and was so like was... one of my favourite movies. Yeah, and his dad was shot. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Lee. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, why are they haunted? Mm. Curses, they're adjacent. 
Yeah. Mummy curses, yeah. So do a you curse think... is similar to folklore, I think. Mm. Do you and think, uh, like, voodoo is a real thing? Yes. It's a religion, yeah. 100%. It's a religion? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Do you want more information? Yeah, uh, no, I was just thinking about people that I'd like to do it on, but... Um, so I, I don't want to video. because there's like there's backlash too. There's good video. And That's bad right. Video. So yeah. So and just to clarify, I would never do it because I'm not an asshole. So voodoo is a religion, and it can be a beautiful religion, and there's good and bad right. within it. So it's all it's uh, from my very small understanding, very small understanding of voodoo. I went to a voodoo priestess when we were in we just, New Orleans. We did really a priestess. Mm-hmm. And she told us a bit about it. And that was like over 10 years ago. So it's really going to be really tricky. Well, maybe down. it's evolved. Yeah. <laughs> so it's about symbolism. It's a whole bunch of symbols called Grigri's, in fact. Oh, like climbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, that are like different things like runes or like things like that. And they can mean different things. Turn them upside down means the other thing. Mm. And you can place those in different places for, for good things to happen. So you reckon it's kind of like tarot? Terror also feng shui. That made me think of... And, yeah, so, and just, so like, it, magic it's, as well. It's, it's, it's general magic stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, we saw when we were in Nolans, like a little rune-type thing, like a rock with a thing painted on it in the garden. And we are like, oh, that's a, that's a weird thing. You know, what's the go with that? And we sort of asked the woman who worked there, and she's like, I don't know what it is, but don't fuck with it. <laughs> yeah. So don't yeah. move it. Because we don't know who put it there and we don't know what power it's got. Whether If it's there, it might be doing a good thing. Or it might be doing a bad thing for that apartment or whatever. You, yeah, whatever. And if you judge right. it, you might get the... You know what, well, though? Now you could Google image search that shit. Yeah, if you don't you understand might get the, it... You but you might get the juju. Yeah. Yeah. Even Googling, if, if it's all symbolism, if you Google the wrong image, that's not a good thing for you. Because mm. the symbols sort of... Exist. Yeah, okay. So, anyway, it's all of that sort of stuff. So, voodoo dolls is like another part of that. I think mm. that's another pathway down. Yeah, and you okay. can do things to a doll. Generally, I think it's got to have some part of the person you're trying to curse or whatever, like some yeah, yeah. or something like that. You can get the double-sided tape out around the house, collect all the hair up. Good information. Lick it. Talk to her. Teach her a lesson. Yeah. Treat it like a fruit by the foot. <laughs> but it was That's really not interesting. You yeah, wow. Leave things. So we went to the temple, the Voodoo temple, and it was full of all this random stuff. People would put things there, they'd, like with uh, thumbtacks or whatever. They pin money to the wall or to the ceiling. Yeah. Fucking postcards, pictures of things that they want to happen. They draw these grigries. Wow. The whole place was absolutely, it looked insane. <laughs> absolutely fucking packed with all of this different shit that people have brought there. And, she's like, and anyone can come and take what they need, whether it be a dollar. You know, you pull mm. the thumbtack out, you take one dollar, because American money is all uh, paper. Yeah. You take that with you or something else. And my friend Luke, he's right into horror. He found this little thing there it was like a little doll or like a little grim reaper like a figurine. little grim reaper figurine right. right and he was just like oh that's really cool she's like you should take that with you and so he, he she he gave did. it to him effectively like the yeah. whatever her name was Fuck, do you remember her name priestess of voodoo <laughs> no, it, was mad, it was madam something yeah, yeah. i could he, get into that yeah he, he took it and like cool. you know he's, he's doing his thing but it's just like 
it's a, it's, kind, it's kind of a cool religion yeah. even like when we were hearing all about it and we went through the um graveyards there but because new orleans is actually below sea level all of the graves have to be above ground level so they're all built up in these yeah. like tombs so there's all these like tombs everywhere and you walk through and they show you like all my, the, because during during the Wet seasons, yeah. That's interesting because that was in that movie last night too. Remember they were like at a burial, but then they put them in the yeah tomb, and I was like, oh, that's weird because it looked like they were. It probably was sliding them. Yeah, Yeah, it looked like they were sliding them in. Yeah, I was like, oh, they're not lowering them down. Like, what is happening? No, yeah, Yeah. everything is um, above ground. Mm. It's it's fucking really. It used to be like whenever there was a hurricane. There'd be a bunch of like corpses that would come into the streets. Yeah, but so like with voodoo, like I guess I wonder where that originates from as well. So, all right, I look at originating of all sorts of stuff. It's like, oh, so how did they come about these runes, and that's what it meant? Was it an old text, or and that's? But if you have it this way or that way it's means one thing or another mm. or did but, they dig up some gold plates that told them a message and yeah i don't even know what that religion is but it exists shout it's out mormons yeah there you go yeah the same sort of thing like you know this one specific thing brought them to this place of this belief of how things should be or created the story yeah, it's it's mm. pretty fascinating. Like yeah. to look at the religion or whatever it may be, like the folk tale, and just go, where did that come from? Mm. Like, why me... did they bring this up to begin with? What was going on in the times? You know, there was obviously a reason for it. So, what was a strong enough reason that it stuck? Because, like, in the whole period of time, like, so many people have had so many different ideas, but how many billions of ideas have not stuck? And these other ones have. Do you think it's to, like, it's to, like, it's to do with searching for me, right? Mm. Because, like, all of those things can be used to describe Christianity or, or, yeah, Mormonism or whatever, you know, like, people are just searching for meaning, or answers or, or answers or yeah, yeah. like and and that's Certainly. just what gives them the answers yeah it makes me think about do you remember when um andrew and i have friend had friends who went to Ayers rock and they like this was before you couldn't climb up like you could still climb on it and stuff and they took pieces of the rock mm. and then they just had this fucking you mean uluru? of uluru yeah and um uh yeah they took pieces of the rock and then they had all this bad luck shit happen. I think they had like a pregnancy scare and all this like random shit. They had a car crash maybe as well. Like I just, yeah, there was heaps of shit that happened. And then they like looked on the internet and like there's an address just to send the bits of the rock back to because like it happens so often and then bad shit happens to people that they're like, oh, I need to get this back to where it's meant to be. Uh. Thanks for listening to our random rambling zone of 
um, folklore, starting with an eight-minute introduction to the greatest songwriter of all time. Um, we would love to hear your thoughts about what folklore means to you and um, what your definition of folklore is. I'm not sure we really got to the bottom of it in this one. Tune in next time for um, more dissection of folklore and uh, also how it relates to the horror genre.